Do you need help crafting a mini lesson that keeps your students engaged and is tailor-made for the students you have in front of you? Let me help you with my force of approach to crafting a mini lesson. Grab it now by clicking the link in the show notes. Welcome to the Reading Teachers Playbook, a podcast for upper elementary reading teachers. I'm your host, Eva Mirelis, and here we will talk about all things reading instruction, time management, and mindset. Being an upper elementary reading teacher comes with a unique set of challenges. You are often tasked with helping students understand text on a deep level, preparing them for their state assessment, and remediating non-readers, all while trying not to turn students off of reading. You need a playbook of ideas that helps you meet the needs of all your readers and gives you ideas that you can use today. I'm here to be your teaching bestie, encouraging you to step out of your comfort zone and hold you accountable for the things you said you wanted to try. Together, we can cut through the noise of all things reading instruction and help you figure out what your students need most right now. Welcome to this episode of the Reading Teacher's Playbook. In this episode, we're going to talk about how to roll out reading response the right way. Uh, reading response. I don't know about you, but I have always had a love-hate relationship with it. It is often cited as a way to hold students accountable for reading or as an additional way to keep students busy when reading. As I mentioned in my previous podcast episode, my favorite way to instill accountability during reading is to create a culture of reading. What that means is that if we are going to put reading response opportunities in front of our students, then it needs to be for the right reasons. The number one reason not to use reading response opportunities is to keep students busy during reading time. Why, you may ask? Because reading time should be for reading. Here are some reasons to utilize reading response opportunities. You could use reading response to help students clarify their thinking, to help students identify and express opinions, to deepen their understanding of the text, to help students be a part of a reading community, and to share books with one another. Another reason I have had a love-hate relationship with reading response activities in the past is because I often scoured TPT for activities, did a brief introduction with said activities, and then hoisted these in front of my students only to be sadly disappointed by what they turned in to me not long after getting the paper. In other words, they just put stuff on the paper and it was really all my fault. Although I often used and implemented the I do, we do, you do model in my direct teaching lessons, I did not fully utilize it when it came to reading response. That was on me, not my students. I realized that I had to give my students opportunities to engage in reading response in an authentic way. Teach them how, model it, give them no risk opportunities to practice, give them a chance to get proficient, and then finally hold them accountable for their responses. I have used this procedure when using several forms of reading response in my classrooms. I have used letter writing, book talk projects, choice boards, and reading menus. I have also given students opportunities to respond to our read aloud via opinion writing and summary writing. 
My students have also had the opportunity to respond to their guided reading text via demonstrating proficiency on a skill I had taught in my mini lesson and had retaught during guided reading. This podcast is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. You can find out more at teachbetter.com slash podcasts. Now let's get back to the episode. Talk about how to roll out a reading response choice board the right way. First, you introduce a skill, such as identifying character traits to students, then introduce a strategy to help them execute that skill. Finally, practice using text and an exit ticket. After practicing responding, after practicing responding using this exit ticket as a class and in guided reading, it would become an option for them to use during their independent reading. This ensures that they know the purpose of this option of reading response and they know how to respond and they know what is expected. In addition, you want to teach students how to know that their response does in fact meet your classroom community standard of excellence. You can do this by creating a checklist with students that they use to ensure that they have everything they need to get the most out of their reading response. Notice how I phrased that. The goal is for them to get something out of interacting with their book and this reading response opportunity. Remember our reasons for using reading response, which were to help students clarify their thinking, to help students identify and express opinions, to deepen their understanding of the text, and to help students to be a part of a reading community and to share books with one another. Notice that getting a good grade is not on that list. You can, in fact, take a grade via a rubric that you share with students in advance, but the grade is not the goal. The ultimate goal is to help them deepen their interaction with the book they've chosen to read and learn how to respond in writing. At this point, you may be thinking two things. One may be, okay, I'm in. I want to learn how to do this for myself for my class. If this is you, I got you. Sign up for the waitlist. I'll be hosting a workshop where I show you how to create your own reading response choice board using strategies you have taught in your class. Another thought you may be having is this is a great idea, Eva, but ain't nobody got time to do all that. If this is you, I still got you. I have created these choice boards for you. I have them for fiction, nonfiction, argumentative text, and poetry. I have provided you with a suggested rollout plan in which choice board in each choice board product as well as a single page document for you to model it with your students, a document for you to use for formative assessments, and various three, six, and nine choice board options. Not only that, I have included it in Google Slides and Jamboard. I will include a link for the choice board options in the show notes. In addition, only podcast listeners will be privy to this limited time sale in my store, so you can get them at a discount. Run, don't walk to get them now. Until next time. Thank you for taking time out of your busy day to take a page from the Reading Teacher's Playbook. If this episode resonated with you, please take the time to rate and review the podcast on Apple iTunes so others can find it too. And take a screenshot of this episode and tag me at Miss Eva Mirellas on Instagram. Check the show notes for any links mentioned and hit subscribe so you don't miss a play 
from the Reading Teacher's Playbook. See you in the next episode. Don't forget to grab your free guide for crafting a mini lesson by clicking the link on my show notes or going to www.evamirelis.com.